You're saving for retirement, that's good. As the big day gets closer, the question becomes, where do I stash my retirement savings? On today's show, we'll cover some ways to save that can make a positive difference in your retirement. Well, welcome in to the Top Gun Retirement Show with Alan Kiefer. Welcome to the Top Gun Retirement Show. I'm Chuck Caton, along with Alan Kiefer, the Managing Director of Top Gun Financial Planning. Uh, once, uh, well, uh, in a galaxy far, far away, I would always say. <laughs> Can I borrow that phrase? He was the uh, United States Speaker of the House Citizen of Merit Award. And, of course, I don't want to make light of that. That was uh, quite a distinction. And, of course, Alan has a master's certification in all eight disciplines of retirement planning. So he covers it all. He's got fiduciary standards supreme, and you can reach him at 800-779-3319. Well, I don't know the way things are going here, Alan. I want to put maybe some money in a mattress to be safe, <laughs> but uh, I don't know uh, if that's the most prudent thing, even though you're getting a big 4% when you do some of these online banks, you put money in a savings account, but as we uh, drive down that road to retirement, maximizing that savings and continuing to grow it, uh, that nest egg is always on your mind. So, uh, Alan, got some places, eight of them, in fact, uh, that you can stash your savings with uh, some offerings, some guaranteed growth. Now, I know you can get it in the savings. We'll talk about it later on. But what about fixed annuities? You know, they're just another one of the financial products that uh, could help folks in putting the retirement plan solution together, Chuck. Fixed annuities are the oldest type of not investment product. They are not an investment product, people. They are a savings product. They're the only product that can be converted to income. That's like having a private pension plan if you haven't got a pension plan. And Chuck, they are 100% insured and contractually guaranteed. If that's not enough, there's no risk of loss by law and they can also pay and often do pay better rates than at the banks. Why? Because insurance companies have one office, no ATM machines, no debit cards, no branches, no brick and mortar lease expenses, etc. They're more efficient. Therefore, they can pass on more of the interest they're earning on their portfolio to the consumer. And finally, if it's not IRA or tax deferred retirement plan monies from a 401k or 403b, but just regular everyday money that you put in an annuity, get this, it still grows tax deferred like an IRA or 401k. It is a prudent element to be considered by any retirement coach as part of a Top Gun retirement financial plan, Chuck. Well, it's uh, it's very true, Alan. And again, uh, your retirement account is very, very precious and special. So uh, there's many of those as well, uh, you know, starting with uh, contributing to a 401k. We're talking about savings. Indeed. And 401ks across the country are 100% invested in the stock market. Why? Because they're intended for employees. And if they get the free company match, the, the co company contribution up to a certain level, that also grows tax deferred. It's meant to be a long-term investment plan. That's why it's invested in the stock market. The problem is when people don't have a plan, when people don't have a true retirement coach, and they suffer a 25, 35, 40% hit, and they are running short a cash flow, they start raiding these retirement accounts, Chuck, and, and they can really deplete them rapidly on top of what the market could do. 
But look, if you're 50 or older, you alone can put up to 30,000 a year into a 401k and your employer is allowed to put up to 43,500 into that account on top of your contribution. $73,500, that's the max per year you ought to be putting in at least the minimum to get the free company match. And if you've already done that and you still wanna save more and you should consider it, look to a Roth IRA. I don't like to just dump it into an IRA. That means that's tax deferred. You're gonna to have to convert it later or take mandatory taxable forever required minimum distributions. So I'm an advocate, as you know, Chuck, people, if you already have a 401k, then do a Roth and let that money grow tax-free forever. And if you're 50 and older, right now you can put up to $7,500 into one of them. And you can also do one for your wife or your husband if they are working at home as a full-time mom or Mr. Mom, Chuck. Absolutely. All right. So you can fund these in several different ways, right, Alan? Uh, let's go over that. You bet. You can do regular contributions, as I spoke about, spousal contributions for non-working spouses. You can transfer monies at a certain age from a 401k or 403b into an IRA, and it's still considered a tax-deferred account. You can roll over contributions. If you change employers, you can move money from one 401k to another 401k. You convert tax deferred money to tax free forever Roth accounts. Conversions are also an integral part of retirement planning. And because these are new items for most folks, Chuck, don't do it yourself. You're an amateur. Get professional help from a specially trained, educated, and experienced coach, not a licensed product peddler, a real retirement coach. That's how you'll get ahead, folks. Absolutely. Now, I'm at the stage, I've put money uh, into my wife's uh, IRA, and uh, now we're in the process of converting the Roth, and we're going to be completing it by calendar 2024, and all of her money that we've saved is going to be in a Roth account. So, take that, tax man. You yeah. know, <laughs> well I, done. I, I had to pay that this year and next year, but it's going to be minuscule compared to what could happen in the future, as you've always said, Alan. So, all right, what about right. A, a dividend aristocrat? What's that all about? I've, I've heard of kings and queens, but um, not in the <laughs> financial world. <laughs> this is another effort by Wall Street to convince folks that you can always be putting money into companies that have long histories and consistently pay dividends. And if those dividends continue to go up each quarter or each semi-annual period or annual period, that that's a real positive despite the value of the actual shares of the company. Look, I'm not saying I'm against dividend stocks or these dividend aristocrats, but Chuck, Bank of America was a dividend aristocrat until the great financial recession and their dividend went from 64 cents a share to one penny a share. That's not a dividend aristocrat. <laughs> they, these dividends are not guaranteed, folks. And again, you need to have a plan. And they may have a part in the plan. But if you don't have guaranteed, reliable, insured, predictable income designated first, if you don't have an asset preservation plan second, you don't have a plan. You're winging it. And excuse the, the terminology, but if you're winging it, I, I'm not planning on you having a safe landing. 
No, that's true. Absolutely true. All right, we're talking about savings uh, vehicles here with Alan Kiefer in this segment of uh, uh, the Top Gun Retirement Show. Let's talk about health savings accounts because not everybody can qualify for that, but they do have a place. They do, and 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 qualifications a great point, Chuck. Look, you have to have a high deductible health plan to be eligible for a health savings account. Well, let me ask you, folks: How many of you have a high deductible automobile plan? How many of you have a high deductible homeowner's insurance plan? None. Why? Because you want to cut the cost of the insurance, but not to the extent you, you're shelling out thousands of dollars first. So it's rare. These things are oversold, like living trusts and estate planning are oversold, Chuck. They have a place. And there are families out there who are able to afford, both from a monetary and a physical fitness position, they can carry these high deductible plans because they're not planning on getting sick and they tend to be really healthy. Well, that's that's a good decision in and of itself. But again, keyword, Chuck, plan. These only fit if there's a plan. That's true. Uh, what about treasury? What about treasury securities? Right now, treasuries are a great place for short-term savings. Three month, four months, six month, one year, two year. I'm talking short-term savings. And they're paying up a forward percent. Money market accounts similarly pay up to 4% with highly rated, well-funded banks. And not all of them are. And too many of the uh, people that I meet with, they're being bamboozled by these banks and they're being cajoled and, and they're not, not being told the truth, Chuck. But treasury securities and money market accounts are a proper place for short-term savings monies, emergency fund monies, and that's an integral part of any retirement plan. All right, we're talking savings and where to do it. And uh, one of the ways you can do it, uh, I suppose, if you're wise, is uh, investing in real estate. That was true for folks that got into the game in 2010 and 11 mm -hmm. after the housing bubble burst. And they went out and they invested in real estate, and now it's generating cash flow for them. Here's the challenge. When the next shoe drops and this bubble of all bubbles bursts, people in those rental properties are going to struggle to make ends meet. They might lose their job. They might. They may lose their cash flow. They lose the ability to pay rent and there will be no more, oh, you can't evict them if they can't pay their rent edict from these lunatics running the administration. It's unconstitutional. You know, people who own rental property might have their own debt obligations. And if you tell the renters, oh, you don't have to pay because we, we, we care for you. What about the owners of the property satisfying and servicing their own debt? It's a huge problem, Chuck. And I'm not saying I'm against real estate. But again, there's got to be a plan to be able to coordinate these elements. And last but not least, Chuck, life insurance can be used as a place for safe money, but it normally should be used for people between the ages of 25 and 40 because they tend to be of better health, lower insurance costs, greater ability to overfund cash value for these insurance products, and those accounts can grow at 5 and 6% tax-free but it's mass sold all over the place. You know, uh, be your own banker and all this gobbledygook. You know what? Quit selling sizzle and burning people. Start telling the truth and serving people. You're right. And uh, that's exactly what you will do. Let's uh, outline what you'll do for our listeners. What I'll do is I promise in a couple of hours to sit down, listen, and take good notes 
and allow you to give me the big picture. What you've done, why you've done it, what you're trying to accomplish, what you'd like to do going forward, and then help map out whether or not your planning at the moment is reasonable, if it's, if it's achievable, or if it's unrealistic. And then tell you what you can do to modify it to make it more realistic. But I want to help people who are serious about planning to succeed at the business of retirement. When you're retired, you're a self-employed business owner. You pay yourself, you got your own responsibilities, liabilities, and so on. You got to pay yourself for income. You got to preserve your assets. You got to carry insurance on your home, your car, your health. What about your wealth? I'm here to be of service, Chuck, to people who are serious about not going through another major economic crash and changing their retirement journey to one of distinct unhappiness. 800-779-3319. That's 800-779-3319. We've got to take a break. What's coming up next, Alan? When we come back, we're going to talk about some places where you shouldn't keep your money and why. Stay tuned. And we're back here on the Top Gun Retirement Show. I'm Chuck Caton, along with Alan Kiefer, who is the uh, co-author of Your Retirement Timeline. He is also the managing director of Top Gun Financial Planning, uh, America's first retirement advisor of the year. Uh, he was given that distinction back 22 years ago by the National Society of Senior Market Professionals. All right, so uh, let's talk about this, Alan. Parking money uh, can be a challenge for people, and the one thing that's certain that there are definitely some places that you should not put your money. So we're going to break this down. Uh, I suppose that even though we've talked about a little bit better interest rates, savings accounts, well, they have their place, uh, but maybe not to put a lot of money in the, uh, into those. That's so true, and the reason is very simple. It's not just because they pay very little interest, Chuck, but our banking industry is a Ponzi scheme. It is, it is rife with bad investments. Ever since 1999, when Bill Clinton signed legislation that revoked a legislation instituted after the, after the Great Depression to keep banks from being arrogant and stupid with depositors' monies, well, Clinton wiped it away in 99, November. And what happened about 10 years, well, Maybe three years later, boom, that bubble burst. And you know what? It continued in 07, 08, and 09 when the second bad bubble burst. We have instituted bad behavior, put nobody behind bars that made this bad decisions. We said we're going to bail out everybody. More recently, we're going to bail out uninsured depositors. No, I am not telling people to put money into banks because you should only have enough there to pay your month-to-month -month bills. And you should look at also having an account to handle up to six months of replacement income if things get ugly, and an emergency fund for unexpected things like a broken pipe or an AC that goes on the blink or something of that nature. But otherwise, you should be not considering banks or credit unions because they are underfunded. There's precious little money left in the insurance funds to bail out depositors, let alone this insanity. We're going to bail uninsured depositors out and violate federal law and even Dodd-Frank. I'm telling people, Chuck, the truth. I'm telling them how to manage their money so they can stay afloat in charge and be assured they're going to be okay. Absolutely true. All right, places not to put your money in this environment. How about CDs and money markets? Money market accounts are okay. Money market funds are not. Money market funds are not insured by FDIC. 
money market accounts are. But I use money market accounts, as I said in the first segment, akin to short-term treasury bills and notes to, to park short-term money, get a 4% rate of return, and be able to, to have liquidity upon need or demand. CDs, yeah, you could ladder those, but why? They have no partial liquidity, none, zero, nada. And even if they pay some interest, it's taxable. Look, you have to have tax planning as part of your savings plan. You have to have safety and security as part of your savings plan. You are not investors when you're retired unless you've got gobs of money. And if you haven't got gobs of money, then you shouldn't be making and listening to these other morons. And I can call them morons because that means they've got low IQ. It's a medical term. Look it up. These people have low IQs when they're peddling any kind of financial product to people just to make a sale. And they, they really don't don't care if people don't understand what's really going on. They just want to make a sale. I want to make another family safe. Distinct difference, Chuck. Absolutely true, Alan. And uh, I guess other than banks, since we've gone over savings accounts and CDs and money markets, which you can have at a bank, uh, where do you keep your money? Well, again, U.S. government securities. We've never defaulted on our debt. Oh, yeah, we're going to We've never, never defaulted on our interest payments or our debt. And people that own our debt like the consistency of those guaranteed interest payments. So when the debt matures, they roll it over like they do with a CD, like people do with a CD. They don't do it with CDs. They do it with treasuries. And, I'm, you know, it's just part of a plan, Chuck. But guess what? The life insurance industry is a buyer of more than 80% of U.S. treasuries and then insured corporate bonds. You want to know why life insurance companies don't go under when they sell traditional insurance and traditional fixed annuity products? Because they're 100% insured and required by state law to invest in safe things. So they do. And because they have low expense margins, they can pass more of that on to the consumer. It's not smoke and mirrors, but you let anybody peddle, peddle products, and even the insurance industry will make deals with the brokerage houses and the investment banks, and they'll come up with sophisticated, complicated, complex products, Chuck, that put people's money right back into the stock market. But they'll call it a insurance type of product. Well, guess what? Those are not insured. They are not contractually guaranteed. That's what caused part of the problem during the Great Financial Recession, when over 600 banks went under, you taxpayers funded that bailout. And guess what? More than 26 huge life insurance companies who sold investment type products, which are not insured, got in trouble because they made promises they couldn't keep and they needed bailout money. Yeah. There's a whole lot more that needs to be understood here. Well, you don't need to understand it. You need a coach who does and can guide you properly. That's what people need, Chuck. Help from a coach to direct them how to get from point A to point B and avoid the turmoil, avoid the landmines, avoid the, the rough air, avoid the possible collisions. You need to be able to get to point B safely. And guess what? You might have another plan to get to point C and point D. Keyword, you got to have a plan and you got to have a, a top gun navigator or a top gun financial coach. Same point, Chuck. You need professional, skilled, trained, educated experts, specialists, and there aren't a lot of us out there for a reason. 
It takes time to get that education and experience and skill set. But those of us that are still doing it, do it out of a love of our fellow man and a commitment to be a servant to those in our communities. All right. Uh, one would ask, uh, what type of accounts are insured by the FDIC? If I put it in the bank or, uh, you know, we've seen recently what's happened, uh, you know, in Silicon Valley, FDIC, uh, you're mm. covered, aren't you? Yeah, well, you are to a degree, but here are the rules, Chuck. They can actually take up to 180 days to cut the first check. They'll try to sell the bank to some other big bank or new bank, and they just did that. And they, they call them bridge banks until they can complete the sale of the really bad investments that were owned. And somebody wants to buy it and try to wait long enough for it to pay out. But 180 days to get your first money and as soon as practical to get the rest of your insured deposits. Well, no wonder they don't want to run on the bank, Chuck. But FDIC, they just took $20 billion of barely $128 billion in the insurance fund and it's been burned. People, you can burn your own. Well, no, it's illegal to burn your own money. But I'm telling you, they burned $20 billion of a very limited insurance fund that doesn't barely have enough money to bail out insured depositors. $10.7 trillion in America is estimated insured. Did you think it was estimated insured or for real insured? They can't <laughs> bail out all these insured depositors, Chuck. And then this, this administration comes out and they promote, well, we're going to bail out all of the uninsured depositors. Why? Well, because they had all the Democrats in Congress on speed dial because they are just, they're just looking for political handouts and more political favors. That does not help everyday Americans and moms and dads and, and people haven't even started families yet protect themselves. I'm here to help people protect themselves, Chuck. I'm here to help them get a guaranteed, reliable, insured, predictable income plan set up. Absolutely. I'm going to help them develop an asset protection plan. We're going to help people avoid being a wrapper. A wrapper, that's a risk asset promoter. You don't need to be in risk assets right now. You have got privileged little time to move to safety, get into the lifeboat before the debt tsunami hits. It's not doom and gloom, but if you can't smell it, you need to blow your nose because it's coming, folks. And I want to help people get to safety, Chuck. I want people who are serious about preserving the integrity of all they got because it's all they got and they want to live modestly, well, fine, but I'm going to help them get a plan to ensure it and guarantee it happens, not risk it all like a roulette table at Vegas. All right. And so uh, quickly here, uh, one would ask how much retirement savings should you keep in low risk investments? I imagine that's something that uh, uh, is uh, amenable. It is. And it's truly amenable for people who are approaching retirement. Look, you ought to have three to six months worth of living expenses, call it income replacement, in short-term cash, whether it's a money market account or short-term treasury bills. You ought to have another separate emergency fund for what-if situations that pop up, and you need to get your hands on seven to ten grand. Like I said, a bad air conditioner on the blink, a broken pipe. Uh, you know, whatever is going on and you need some cash, you don't mean to be yanking it out of your retirement assets. But aside from that, Chuck, people ought to be looking to ensure what they've got left because it's all they've got left. And that means you don't put it into banks. FDIC can't bail everybody out and the credit union administration can't do it. 
you need to be looking at proper financial products that have a historical history in America of preserving the integrity of the assets for the owners of the assets, which means they have assured retirement journeys that are going to be a whole lot more pleasant than people that continue to procrastinate and put off prudence in the name of, oh, I'm going to miss out or there's no other alternative. No, there is an alternative. And it starts with a candid conversation, Chuck. It is time for critical retirement thinking. It is. And you can get that critical retirement thinking from Alan Kiefer. That's straight talk. So make an appointment right now. No cost, no obligation to sit down with Alan Kiefer and pick his brain about your retirement. It's all about uh, uh, jettisoning your retirement into the ionosphere with the uh, retired Top Gun instructor with the United States Air Force. And we salute him for his service. And of course, there's over three decades in this business. His secondary role in life is to help you as a fiduciary uh, in your retirement. It's 800-779-3319. That's 800-779-3319 to have Alan Kiefer give you a comprehensive review of your retirement situation and talk about all the nuances of retirement planning. 800-779-3319. Please don't procrastinate. Make that phone call right now to make an appointment with Alan Kiefer. Alan, we've got to take a break. What about the Fed? (laughs) Well, they change interest rates as often as they change their underwear, and it does affect your portfolio. What's coming up next? How to protect your investments from changing interest rates. They're not going to go up forever, and you need to have a plan to defend your nest egg for the rest of your life. Stay tuned. Top Gun Retirement Show continuing here. I'm Chuck Caton with Alan Kiefer with his over three decades of experience uh, as a uh, retirement planner. He wants to be your retirement coach. And remember that in uh, March, just a, well, a little over a month ago, I should say, he received the Lauren E. Dunton Award, the Lifetime Achievement Award. And of course, Lauren Dunton was the father of financial planning in America, and he would be proud he did uh, to give Alan Kiefer that distinction. 800-779-3319 is the number. And let's uh, remember that uh, if the Fed continues to adjust the interest rates to try to curb inflation, uh, that's the question most people have. They have. They Will they do it again? Well, probably. So what does that mean to somebody uh, just about to retire, somebody perhaps like you in our listening audience? So Alan's going to break down what it could mean. And when you made that comment about uh, changing interest rates like underwear, it would only be once if it were me. Anyway, (laughs) sorry to get personal there. Uh, All right, so what's the Fed? Maybe that's too much information for some of our listeners. But hey, we aim to entertain as well as inform on this show because what's what's the Fed supposed to do here in your opinion? Well, they only have two powers. Some people, uh, unfortunately, say they have three. Reality is they are responsible to promote employment and ensure stable prices. Well, that means control interest rates. That's not the third power. That's their mechanism for doing it. Well, they have shown through utter arrogance, if not only academic ignorance, that they can manage these these crashes and these economic volatile times. They've they've done it over the last 23 years on two occasions by manipulating interest rates, which 
has haphazardly affected the retirement account savings for countless millions of Americans, Chuck. It, it's, it's criminal that we let academics, reportable to nobody, audited by no one, to make decisions that affects every American, and yet nobody seems to, to really understand the, the challenges this presents and what's coming. Yeah, that is the key. Uh, when you talk about people who don't have that experience, they're in that, uh, uh, again, ivory tower mentality. So right. let's right. yeah, let, let's, and they're not really, they, they don't grasp reality. I totally agree with you there. So how do changing interest rates affect my investments, uh, one would ask, uh, with inflation, the economy, and everything that's going on? Well, when 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 you normally when you have a regular business cycle, Chuck, you have growth. Growth is called inflation. Things grow; they tend to go up in value. You increase the value of assets in a normal economic environment, and over time, the Fed says we got to slow this growth down. We're growing too fast; it's it's becoming uncontrollable. So they raise interest rates. What does that do? It makes money more expensive to borrow borrowed by businesses, borrowed by corporations, borrowed by people, and that is supposed to slow down the use of credit to finance the economy. Well, when you raise borrowing costs on everybody, you, ra- you, you, you cause these organizations to raise their prices because they can't go out and raise more money with more debt, so they raise the prices to overcome their expense margins, which are shrinking. Well, from patterns, trends, and cycles, folks, most of you adults out there, most of you baby boomers have definitely been adult and living and breathing since 1999. You have seen on two occasions this Federal Reserve Bank rapidly raise interest rates. In 2000, they did it over two years. In 2007, prior to that, it took about two and a half years. Well, in this past year, it took them less than 12 months and they raised it higher than they did in 2000 or 2007. What do you think's coming? What do you think's coming, folks? Put on your thinking caps. You have got a debt bubble of all bubbles and a major crash is coming, and we've got a clown circus of people that have no clue what to do, and they're just making unheralded bad policy decisions, and it's gonna hurt people. And so I'm telling people, pay attention to these patterns, trends, and cycles. This is not just volatile up and down, but it's going to be up over the long term. Oh, no. This is going to be probably the worst crash you've experienced, even beyond 2007, 8, and 9, folks. And I don't, I'm not a doom and gloomer. There is spring always follows winter, but the winter storm is like the other side of the hurricane that's coming at you. You're in the eye of the storm. Don't be deluded or distracted by the false messages being put upon you by mainstream media and this administration. We are in cataclysmic times economically. We got terrible infrastructure problems, terrible supply chain problems. You got food crisis coming. The price of food's going to go up exponentially. Gas is already up 50% from a year ago, and it has never gotten down to where it was when the last administration left office. This is going to get ugly, and you need to have a plan. And I'm willing to sit down and help you devise that plan. But we're going to do it based on sanity, based on logic, 
based on reality. We're going to do it based on sane and sound principles of retirement planning, Chuck, so that people have insured, reliable, guaranteed, predictable income and their assets are preserved so that they do have not just a chance, but they have assured retirement journeys that are going to be far more pleasant than all of those people that are procrastinating or are being underserved. All right, let's so let's go over some of this now in a rudimentary way because of the ups and downs you talked about to understand how changes in interest rates when we get them with the Fed going up and down with it, uh, how it affects the components of one's investment portfolio. So. Uh, the impact of interest rate on bonds, for example, and then we're going to go into what happens uh, with the ups and downs of interest rates. Well, the interest rates on bonds, which are sovereign debt instruments from countries across the globe, when they issue bonds, they are issuing debt, and the debt has a guaranteed interest rate on it. Well, as interest rates go up, People want to buy the new bonds with higher rates than buy the old bonds with lower rates. So it's like a seesaw. The kid that's on the seat of the seesaw that's going up is looking at higher rates of return. And the kid on the seat that's going down wants those higher returns. So they got to sell at a lower value to be able to go up and get new higher interest rate bonds. That seesaw is happening, Chuck. It's been inverted for more than a year, and it's not over yet. But eventually, this bubble bursts, all bubbles burst. And when interest rates start falling, prices will drop, and there'll be a run on cash because people will be losing their jobs. Businesses will be unable to go get credit because banks are already tightening borrowing because of the reality of the bad paper investments that they've got all over the planet. And my good golly, Miss Molly, folks, you need to protect yourselves from this. You need to sit down and have a candid conversation with a real retirement coach. You got to quit chasing interest rates. You got to quit chasing, oh, the the latest sizzle, you're going to get burned. And you may recover from the burn, but your retirement will not recover because this next time it could well take us two plus decades to recover from the bubble bursting that's upon us because it is the global debt bubble of all bubbles, Chuck. All right. And uh, finally, I guess, uh, how do changes in these interest rates, Alan, impact uh, other items that may be in one's portfolio? Well, again, a lot of uh, a lot of debt issued by banks, investment banks and, and so on is variable rate or what they call floating rate. Uh, like a variable mortgage rate. Oh, my interest rate's this for this year, but next year it could go up. Or it's fixed for five years, and then it well, then it could go up, or it will go up. Well, the same is true with businesses across the planet. And they are watching the cost of their debt being serviced more than double. Where are they going to get the money? Well, they can't go out and borrow at higher rates. They can't even service the existing debt they've got. Well, they 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 cut their losses. How do they do that? They get rid of people. That's why you're seeing layoffs in the tens of thousands. Layoffs are at a 500% increase over last year. And we're only to April, not even 15th yet, folks. Wake up and smell the coffee. What's going on? It's getting ugly and it's going to get uglier. They may raise rates again in May. Why? Because inflation's not gone. 
Food prices are about to spike again. Why? Lack of food production. Not the lack of demand for food, the lack of food production caused by no nitrogen, no fertilizer, no water last year, no diesel to run the farm equipment to get the crops out of the fields or ship them to market, etc. It has a ripple effect on the economy. These changes in interest rates moving up also have a ripple effect on credit. There is no more credit. Credit, we're tapped out. Personal debt in America is approaching $17 trillion. Look, that's half of our government sovereign debt, which is a joke because of our unfunded liabilities that are also exponentially increasing because of this insane spend, 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 more debt, more debt, more credit. We're good for it. Raise the credit card limit, raise the debt limit, never pay it off, never cut spending. You don't run your household like that. You can't run a government like that. It is time for Americans to take our, our country back, take your households back, do it one step at a time, and begin with a plan, Chuck. There's that bad four-letter word, plan. But if you protect your finances, if you protect your income, if you have trained help from specialized, educated, and experienced professionals who understand these historic precedents set in past economic cycles, and they can protect you, you will develop a plan to succeed at the business of retirement. You want to succeed at retirement. You don't want to survive in retirement. Distinct difference, Chuck. Absolutely true. You want to thrive in retirement and not just survive. 800-779-3319. That's 800-779-3319. It'll be a comprehensive review of your situation, uh, where you are now, but most importantly, where you want to be when uh, everything hits the fan, as Mr. Kuiper <laughs> alludes to from time to time. Over 30 years of experience in this realm, uh, the retired Top Gun instructor uh, with the United States Air Force in his second uh, tour of duty, uh, so to speak, in terms of uh, relevance to your retirement because he wants to help you. Once again, it's 800-779-3319. Make that phone call. No cost, no obligation. Sit down and have that candid conversation with Alan. All right, Alan, it's been a fast-moving show, and I know we've got some questions to answer in uh, the Valley of the Sun, don't we? We sure do. When we come back, folks, we're going to tune in to some listeners, see what's on their mind answer their questions, and may well answer yours. We'll be right back. This is the uh, Top Gun Retirement Show, and I'm Chuck Caton with Top Gun Financial Planning's Managing Director, Mr. Alan Kiefer, who was the main stage speaker just, uh, oh, it's five years ago now at the U.S. Military Academy at West Point. Right. The voices right. and leaders. We're not getting any younger, are we? I mean, this is, <laughs> you were, with Buzz Aldrin, we just saw a little, uh, I just saw a movie about, uh, oh, the uh, African-American ladies that helped at Nassau when he went up uh, into space, mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lieutenant General Russell Honore as well. Hey, uh, being on the stage with them, also uh, at the Harvard Business School, the Business Expert Forum, that was even two years earlier. Boy, you get around. Right. I mean, once a year, <laughs> twice a year, uh, you are a, a noted speaker. But uh, the biggest thing is, Mr. Kiefer, you're a fiduciary and you've served our country so well uh, in the United States Air Force that uh, we are certainly proud to to be on the program with you. Uh, likewise, Chuck. All righty. Frank is in Scottsdale. He says, I'm in a... 
The phase-out range for my Roth IRA, my spouse and I both contribute to Roths. Uh, Now that I'm in the phase-out range, I don't want to deal with the hassle of excess contributions each year. So does it make sense for me to split my 401k into some Roth and maybe some traditional contributions? Or would I be better off uh, taking the tax deduction for the full amount of the 401k as traditional? You know, a great set of questions, Frank, and I'm not certain I understand what you mean by phase out. Yeah. Maxing out the contribution, 7500 bucks each. I assume you both are 50 and older, you and the missus. Or is it income related? Because there is an income limit to, to when you can actually contribute to IRAs or Roth IRAs, either or. Well, I need to know more. And most importantly, we need to sit down and you bring in your tax return because that's the only way professionally, ethically, and morally I can make any comment to what would make better sense for you regarding your 401k. I didn't even know if they offer you a Roth 401k. It's now um, mandatory for new plans, but old plans have the option to modify their plan and offer it or not. So again, there's more here than meets the eye. But for any of our listeners, if you're similarly in a position like Frank, Let's sit down, bring in your tax return, bring in your retirement account statements, and let's see what's going on from a tax perspective, and let's see what you steps you can take to minimize your taxes going forward, especially when you are retired, because you do not want to face tax heck by getting taxed on the required minimum distributions and then also get taxed as a function of calculation on your Social Security benefits. There's a lot here to digest, Frank. Let's spend a couple of hours, and I promise you at the end of that, you'll have a much better sense of what you ought to, ought to do. All right, let's go to Ben in Mesa now. Uh, it says, I keep hearing it's a great time to invest in bonds. Did I miss the boat? Or is this still true with the market and the economic climate as it is? Well, it depends on what kind of bonds you're talking about. If it's junk bonds, I would say, heck no. Why would you take that risk? Uh, what kind of bonds? Insured corporate bonds, maybe. Municipal bonds, also heck no. Why? Municipality budgets are in terrible turmoil. And they haven't even talked about the pension debacle that is lo- looming on the horizon. So are you talking about treasury bonds? Well, there's two. There's three types. There's less than two years, there's two to 10 years, and there's 10 years or longer. Bills, notes, and bonds. But they're affectionately all called bonds. But is that what you're talking about? You see, it may sound to a lot of you listening out there that it's easy. Well, it's not. The specificity has a distinct place. Details matter. And the devil is not in the details. In fact, there should be no devil in your plan, but there are if you don't have a plan. So let's sit down, Ben, and take a look at it because it might be prudent to consider using U.S. Treasury bonds as part of your retirement savings plan, but you need to have a plan. And before that, you need to have a coach. And I'm willing to interview for the job if you're willing to take a couple of hours and interview me for that job. We'll part friends, if nothing else, at the end of that conversation, but you'll know what you ought to consider doing, and that's a big step forward. Absolutely, and it's 800-779-3319. That's the number to reach Alan Kiefer. No cost, no obligation. Get on the appointment list. Once again, 800-779-3319. Let's go to Lisa and Gilbert now, who says, My husband has an IRA rolled over from a prior 401k, and recently we were made aware that he can uh, combine it with his current 401k. 
what are the pros, if any, or the cons of uh, taking that path? Well, the pros are possible gain, not probable gain, possible gain, Lisa. And I appreciate the question and the, and the seriousness behind it. What are the cons? Do you want to be 100% at risk with the IRA? You already are 100% at risk with the 401k. Those are by law 100% mutual fund based, you know, and it's a long term investment plan, but it can be modified to become a retirement plan, in which case it's not investment oriented, it's savings and preservation focused. Those are distinct differences that make it a reasonable conversation to be had first before we take a tax deferred money and just make it ongoing tax deferred money. Maybe we ought to look at making that IRA a Roth IRA and convert it to tax free forever money for your future for you and your husband. I think there are some opportunities here and I'm willing to sit down and have a candid conversation if you are. All right, let's go to Tempe now and uh, Daniel is there. He says, my parents are 64 and 57 respectively. And they're talking about life insurance. Uh, and I read on Reddit that uh, it's a scam. Are there benefits that I'm not <laughs> considering? Because I just want to protect them, Alan. I just want to protect them. You know, God bless you, Dan, and, and all the other folks out there that have still got parents living with you. Um, I would say this. You probably don't need to be buying life insurance for them. First, there's an expense. It may not fit the budget. Number two. While it, it will allow you to insure their life, rarely is the purpose, if you want to protect them, giving you tax-free money at their death. You didn't protect anything. If it's to protect the legacy, I understand that, but there are other ways to do it without an immediate life insurance premium expense. There are a number of people on this station and other stations promote, be your own banker, do life insurance, overfund the cash value, grow money four, five, and 6%. That is true, but you can't overfund it too fast or it doesn't work and the money can't be taken out tax-free. Number two, it only works if you have a low insurance cost. Well, people 64 and 57 don't have a low insurance cost. Why? Because of mortality risk. They're closer to death than somebody in their mid-20s or mid-30s. Those life insurance products designed for being your own personal banker were really designed for people in their mid-20s and mid-30s to be used over the next 20 or 30 years because the expenses are really low for the insurance element and the ability to overfund the cash has greater opportunity. I'm not saying your folks are near death, Daniel, but I'm saying I'm not a serious fan of automatically adding to the household expense budget by taking on life insurance as a way to in save for the future. What else ought to we be doing? If you really are serious about protecting them, let's focus on a long-term care expense plan. All right, very quickly, we've got Barbara in Peoria. Here's an interesting one. My husband wants me to work till I'm 60 or more, and I've <laughs> shown him the calculations, and he still doesn't think we should have enough to retire. Does anybody else have this problem? If so, how do you convince your significant other that retirement is possible? Uh, great question, Barbara. And, you know, I'm an advocate of you ought to keep working and contributing if you can. I'm not saying you must. I'm saying you ought to consider it. Why? Because if you can continue to create positive cash flow, you don't have to raid the savings you got to supplement Social Security 
for income, so you're depleting your assets as you retire. That's why I suggest it. Look, this retirement notion was created by FDR, and that's why they created Social Security. Push out the old folks, make room for the younger folks, create more jobs for younger folks, they'll work longer, and for the older folks, well, they won't live as long, so we won't have to pay as much out in Social Security benefits. Well, au contraire, now that we're about 90 years after that, FDR, and now we've got Congress spending like drunken sailors, which is an insult to a perfectly good drunken sailor, by the way. But to answer your question, Barbara, it would simply mean, do you have a retirement plan? Do you have a guaranteed, reliable, insured, predictable income plan? Do you have an asset preservation plan? If we can prove to your your wife, your significant other, that you've got guaranteed, reliable, insured, predictable income for the rest of your retirement journey together, and you've got asset preservation plans in place to preserve the integrity of your finite assets, then I think you've gone a a long way to convincing her that it would be okay to consider retiring. But I would suggest also consider doing something that allows you and her and all of you to continue to contribute to society. We don't lose our responsibility to our fellow man just because we turn 60 or 65 or 67. And we also have a responsibility to our own families to be financially responsible and not be a drain on them and their independence. It's all interconnected, folks. And there's a plan for each and every one of you. It's unique. It's special. It'll be different. It may use some of the same financial products and tools, but it will be specialized and it needs to be tax efficient. It needs to include what happens when you get sick, if you get sick, because we tend to get sick before we die. And we need to cover those expenses, too, without driving the family into poverty or onto government funded plans. That's not a solution. So I want all of you listening to know We're here each and every week to educate and entertain. This can be really dreary subject matter, but I will tell you, it'll put a smile on your face if you know you're going to have guaranteed, reliable, insured, predictable income and not run out of your own assets. And why shouldn't you smile if you've put enough effort into not just creating the resources, but a plan that ensures you don't run out of money or assets because it's incredibly important to all of you to not be dependent on anyone else but yourselves. You lose your independence, you lose your dignity, you lose your dignity, and no wonder you'll feel like you want to die. God will call us when it's his plan. In the meantime, I'll help you produce a plan that'll make that journey a whole lot more pleasant. 800-779-3319 is the number. That's 800-779-3319. Get that candid conversation from Alan Kiefer about your retirement. Alan, it's been a wonderful show. Your final thoughts. Folks, it's not doom and gloom, but plan accordingly. There's a tsunami coming economically. It'll be global in impact, and I want to help as many folks as I can, not just, as Chuck says, survive, but I want to help you thrive but I also want you to feel like you have hope. So keep the faith, pray for one another and pray for outcomes to be better in the future. And in the meantime, stay tuned next week to the Top Gun Retirement Show.
Investment advisory services offered through Top Gun Financial Planning and Alan Kiefer. Alan Kiefer and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance products and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Top Gun Financial Planning. By contacting Top Gun Financial Planning, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.